everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. This week we're doing an April Fool's special because who doesn't need some laughter in their lives right now? We're talking pranks gone wrong, moments where you wanted the ground to swallow you up, and worst date stories. Bring it on. Just general embarrassing stories. I think it's going to be hilarious. Basically, yes. How are you? You know what? I'm actually really good. I feel so positive about this week. Oh, good. The weather. I'm like looking out. There is not a cloud in the sky. Also, the clocks have changed, which means like brighter evenings, which is not good if you have a child. But it's nice (laughs) if you want to like sit out in the garden and have dinner outside. And oh, spring's coming. The other night it was half six and I I didn't, I hadn't had to turn a light on yet. And I was like, it's half six. Look at this. Like, this is the moment of the year that I'm. I'm just like, we need this. So, we need this right now. We need a bit of light in our lives. How about I love you? It. Yeah, I love it. Um, just, we're very excited for spring. I feel like this is the fake spring time of year where you're like, oh, spring's yeah. here, but it's, it's not really. But it's coming. Yeah, it's that moment where you're like, I think I can wear sandals outside. <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> no, exactly. What do you, you have this week to talk me through? I have a watch, like, share, repeat. I have two things. Ooh. Okay, I have to, I have something to admit. Oh, no. I've re-downloaded TikTok. <gasps> Anna. I, I just feel like I see them all on Reels. I just I just watch Reels now. See, I never watch Reels. And I just, I don't know. I was just like, you know what? I, I, I downloaded it at the beginning of like lockdown last year. And then it got a bit too much. got a bit too addicted. So I, I removed it. And then I just, I needed it back in my life. I needed <laughs> some like light entertainment procrastination, you know, little scrolly scroll. <sighs> I mean... We're not target audience. I know that. Like, and I get, t- and it, it like basically tells me that. There's a lot of stuff about like um, our generation really loving skinny jeans and side parts and how that's really uh, not cool right now. Whatever. I still like a skinny jean. And I love a side part. Like, <laughs> I love a side part. But there was just, I don't know, there's just funny things. And it's, I go through it and I basically try and find like one or two videos that I think Mark would like and that I think Mark would find funny. And then he like comes in and I'm like, cool, right. I've got two videos to show you today. <laughs> and my favorite one that I have found is, it's a vicar, right? And he's sitting there in his robes and he's doing a piece to camera and he's like chatting to the camera. And then this cat comes up and there's like a split in in the skirt of his robes and the cat goes into the split, right? And the cat just, he like walks into the vicar's, the vicar's robes, right? And you just can't see this cat. He completely disappears. And, <laughs> and then the video cuts to a cat in a club and it's like, and the cat's paws are like in the air. And it's like the idea that inside the vicar's robes, there is a cat club inside where all these cats are having a party. And I don't know why. I've seen it a couple of times on there. It's been like reposted, but it's minor marks. (laughs) It's so random. random. People's brains are so random. (laughs) People's brains are weird. But it really tickles me. And there's just, there's another one. You know the pigeon sound in the UK when you wake up in the morning and it's in the like UK. cuckoo, yeah. cuckoo, cuckoo, and then there's people like twerking to it. They're like cuckoo, cuckoo, <laughs> twerking me. How people's brains work on there, I just find amazing. And there is there's stuff that's like not funny or like this is completely irrelevant. But then every now and again you find a gem like the cat vicar rope video, and <laughs> I love it. So I'm kind of happy it's back in my life. It's really not good for my work procrastination situation 
but I needed some laughs. You're actually making me want to download TikTok again. That there you go. <laughs> it is good to just have a good laugh at something silly. Yeah, sometimes you need that. What about you? Um, I've got a top of the box. Oh, okay. I feel like when we started watching this program, I was like, this is such rubbish. But sometimes you just need something rubbish to watch, you right? Do. Yeah. And now I'm like really into it. Me and Rich, I can't believe he's watching it because it's such a chick flick. It's called The Bold Type. Have you heard about oh, it? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. on Netflix. Yeah. And it's just like really rubbish, but like really easy to watch and addictive. And I'm just really into it. It's about like three girlfriends who work at a magazine. It's kind of like the new Sex in the City, but quite different. I feel like maybe that's a bit offensive to Sex in the City. <laughs> but it's very like woke as well. It covers lots of topics. And I don't know. I'm just we're really into it. We watch it every evening. It's just really easy to watch. <laughs> I can't believe Rich likes it. It's so funny. Oh, I have actually watched the first episode. I, I, maybe you need to watch more to get into it. It gets better because I think it started in 2017. So the beginning's a bit like old fashioned. And then I think we're on like a few seasons in or something and it gets much better. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, I really like it. <laughs> Is it the same three girls all the way through? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. the one that I watched, the first episode, the boss lady. Yeah. Um, is- Jacqueline is Jan from The Office. Yes. Yes. Is it she is. is she continue she continues to be in it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. She's really good. Yeah. It made me kind of miss like working. I mean, I hated when I worked in like a big office like that, but it kind of made me miss it a bit as well. I think it's probably making everyone miss like working in an office and just like the vibe and they go into the fashion closet to like gossip every day and it's just it feels so alien now, but yeah, it's a really nice program. This has actually made me think of another kind of viral video that I saw this week, so on Love of Huns. And it was a guy, oh, I'm gonna have to link it in the show notes. And he did, he did like point of view, you're standing in your office kitchenette. And he was queuing up to use the microwave. And it's just like a little comedy video. And he's like, yeah, my soup's from BBC Good Food. <laughs> like all these snippets he's like oh you're doing intermittent fasting yes I've heard of that like all of these like comments and these like little conversations that you have like whilst you're waiting for your soup to heat up in the microwave it was really funny had some really good um had some really good ones actually a very funny what's in my bag on his um channel that my friend sent me so you need to send me these clips when you find funny clips please send them to me because I just I need that in my life um (laughs) his what's in my bag was very funny have you got anything else I actually have, and I've just realized I don't have them with me, which, you know, me and Lily, we like to do a visual. I'm sorry that you guys can't see it, but I have a show and tell. Mm-hmm. It's a pair of mango sandals, right? Okay. And I, have to, I don't really buy new shoes all that often. I feel like I've kind of, I've got my shoes, you know, like I've got my shoes, I'm fine. But I really, <laughs> I love the Chanel dad sandals. Yes. They're chic as hell, right? Yeah. They currently go for about £2,000 on Vestier Collective whenever you see someone wearing these. Just know that they probably spent like many months times rent or like mortgage payments. I'm just like, that is, I love ridiculous things. I love ridiculous things. Do I have a low FA bag? Yes. But to me, I'm like a shoe. I'm really heavy on my feet. They go on the floor. Like you literally buy them and then put them on the floor. I have some from Arquette that are quite similar from last year. Yes. So Arquette do some, there's basically like a version on ASOS, there's a version on Mango. And it's just like a knockoff of these Chanel dad sandals. Um, But I thought they were a really decent price. They're not £2,000. They're more like, I think they were £49.99. And they weren't, 
they're almost like a quiltedy texture because ones that I've seen before were quite patent leather and yeah. I didn't want something that was so shiny. Um, so yeah, we'll link them in the show notes and they're very comfortable. Um, I would size up in them, actually. I've got the six and I'm a bit like, like a seven might have been a little bit more comfortable. Um, but yes, I, yeah, I really like them. If you've been nice. eyeing up the Chanel Dad sandals, they're a very good cheap. I mean, you wear sandals indoors because I was thinking it's not sandal weather yet, but you wear them like at home, don't you? Oh, yes. I have my Birkenstocks <laughs> on now. Here you go. I'm just showing you my Birkenstocks. God, yours yeah, are no. so clean. I'm jealous. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a home sandal for now, uh, but I will <laughs> definitely wear them out and about. I've got a show and tell as well quickly before we move on to the next section. Um, have Ooh. you tried the Fenty Beauty Eavesdrop Foundation yet? skin tint oh no but they they sent it to me yeah and i'm really excited to use it yeah I think like comes in this cutest little packaging so it's fenty beauty's new i mean i'm calling it a foundation but they call it a skin tint and it comes in yes. loads of shades cruelty free i love fenty beauty it's it's a blurring skin tint and that is like the best way to describe it, it literally i'm wearing it today you can't really see on like face your makeup anymore. looks very good today it's thank very you but I really like it because you know how like glossier skin tint, I can't wear that. You like it, but it's just too sheer for me. As soon as it I is. put it on my face, oh. it just disappears. Yeah, it's very And then like It Cosmetics and the Armani Neo Nude are like more like proper foundations. This is like in between. It's like sheer skin tint, but it, it just blurs your skin. I don't know how it works. When I tried it on my hand, I was like, wow, my skin looks so smooth suddenly. It's really nice. It's really nice. You're going to like it. What shade do you use? Six. Okay. And I was sent like a few shades, like four, five, and six, and four was too dark. And I was like, oh no, five and six are going to be even darker, but it doesn't really work like that. It's like different shades. Different undertones. Yeah, undertones. So six is a good match. They seem to have a really good range. Yeah. Um, I've seen like swatches of it online. It's a very like diverse and inclusive range, which is good. Mm. Um, And I love, I love the pack. The packaging is small and tiny. I love the packaging. And it's got one of those like where you pour it out. It's like a little nib. So it doesn't like, I hate pumps because they come out too fast. It's like um, you can control how much product you get out yeah. of this in a squishy bottle. Yeah, it's like, really nice. All of these things will be linked up in the show notes, and I'm not going to lie, Lily, you've made me very excited to try that foundation. <laughs> Good, you'll like it. Right, on to part two. And I feel like actually we, we do have people's names in our document, but I think we should keep this anonymous. I think yes. you said we'll keep this anonymous. And thank you so much to everyone who just like put it out there. Like you put it on the Facebook page, guys. Like you really put your embarrassing stories out there <laughs> for us all to enjoy. That is very kind of you and very selfless. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, so is it today? Is it when this episode goes live? Is it going to be April Fool's? It is going to be April Fool's on the day this episode goes live. I, I love April Fool's. I don't often do like big... April Fool's tricks on people. I normally text my managers and like tell them I'm quitting or something stupid like that. But... <laughs> you do, always. I feel like every year you do that. Oh my God, last year, I sent them this really believable message about how Rich um, wants them to sign him because he's like, wants to become a content creator. <laughs> Lucy was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> she got it straight away. But I think the others would have believed me. Um, but I don't really do big extravagant April Fool's, but I just love it. And I love when brands get involved. Like back in the day, I think brands used to like put things in the newspaper my mum said yeah. once they did a thing where they pretended a tree was like growing spaghetti or something, like a spaghetti tree. <laughs> and like everyone <laughs> believed them. And I love seeing all the adverts from brands. It's just, I just think it's very clever. 
I do think one year they did an April Fool's about how they were going to build like the Euro Tunnel, but between the UK and America. <laughs> I was super into it. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, this how is what happens. Sometimes they're so believable. People are like, yeah, okay. And then it's like, oh, now we've just yeah. got to tell everyone it's not true. Um, yeah. But we we asked for you guys for like general, like embarrassing stories and stuff as well. Yes. Um, so we'll read some of those out. Um, the first one, it says... I'm not going to say her name. <laughs> My most embarrassing moment to date. And if you've ever been to Manchester Piccadilly, you'll know exactly where I mean. I once jumped off the train on platform 14 in a rush to meet my friends in the pub. And as I was coming down the long, long moving walkways, I rummaged in my overnight bag for my phone to check which pub to head for. Unfortunately, I also whipped out a pair of lacy knickers, which landed (laughs) by my feet. Not only must everyone behind me have seen them, but I didn't spot them until they got sucked into the end of the Travelator, jamming it and causing it to turn off. I was so mortified. I just left them behind, but I die thinking about everyone who had to get off the train too and had to walk past them. <laughs> I love this story because it gets worse. It's it gets like, so like, much oh. worse. You're like, oh, that's a bit embarrassing. And then you're like, and then it got jammed in the travel. Oh, well, the amount of times I've dropped <laughs> things out of my bag, like taking something out and like a tampon just like goes plonk on the floor. Why are they always bright yellow? I've just, I've no idea. But, but this, yeah, this fell out of the bag and then ruined everyone's day but you can have to walk on a travelator which is like just the worst when the travelator's not working if you've got to walk and then and then for the person who had to unjam a pair of pants from the oh, travelator wait like, were they wow. dirty pants too because it's from her night bag the night before oh it's either from the night before or it's i don't know i don't I mean know. <laughs> <laughs> but the person, i always just think like the person that had to get them out was like well today was a wild ride like they come home and they're like you want to know what I took out of a travel aid today? A pair of pants. I mean, I just hope that no one saw it happen because then if she's already gone, who, who cares? No one's going to know. It hasn't got her name in them. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? As long as no, no one saw like it happen. <laughs> <laughs> that is just terrible. Have you ever had anything like awful fall out of a bag? See, I was, I was trying to think of things falling out of bags or, or being in bags. And the story that I thought of was a story that actually is more Lily's story. Oh God, I can't believe I forgot about this. It's just (laughs) so bad. Where were we? We were in France on a press trip, which sounds very fancy and very like non-2021 of our lives. This was (laughs) long gone in those days. Previous (laughs) time, many moons ago. (laughs) So we were waiting, we were in a hotel, right? And we had kind of checked out and left our luggage at reception and we yes. were like, we're going to have some lunch or breakfast before we headed off. Yeah. I can't remember. I feel like you remember. So <laughs> we were like eating our lunch or in the restaurant before we left for the, you know, to get our flight home or whatever. And the waiter comes over and he's like, excuse me, um, one of your bags is is making a noise. In, in, the, in like a sexy French accent. Oh yeah, he was like this super sexy French man. He's like, one of your bags is making a noise in the reception. Like, can you come and have a look? And we were kind of like, oh, like- no, I had no idea what you were talking about. I was like- Yeah, okay. we were like, yeah, sure. Like, fine, okay. And then when we got there, Lily realized it was one of her bags and it was vibrating. My whole suitcase was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my God. And then obviously I immediately realized it was my epilator. (laughs) 
and, but panicked and I was like it's a electric toothbrush it's a electric toothbrush <laughs> but it was in that moment you I remember you being like oh it's my epilator ha 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 you like turned it off you're like thank you for letting me know like we kind of wander away and I was like Lily they thought it was a vibrator <laughs> like, also, you I didn't remember... do the maths in your head you were like oh my god also I remember getting the epilator out to like try and show and like prove that it wasn't and then I realized epilators if you're if you're a man don't look particularly <laughs> like anything anyway could have been oh my god it was just mortifying you just and got I realized... your vibrator out in the reception just why not oh god that was really embarrassing that must I have to say I have been checking stuff in on a flight before and my electric toothbrush has gone off and you have to be like it's my electric toothbrush it's my electric toothbrush and they're probably like sure Jan okay like no worries that's cool but like that must happen all the time with electric toothbrushes epilators and vibrators like people travel with their vibrators like this must happen all the time like a bag just starts vibrating in the corner and you're like it's another one another oh, one dear thank you for sending us your um knicker story oh my god if anyone imagine if one of our viewers saw like was there and saw the they were on platform 14 i also <gasps> let I us love, know i love that detail of like platform, platform 14, 14 because you do you do like obviously like the journey that i do to london you always go into basically the same platform and like yeah. shit goes down on the platform you know i kind of i love that there was that detail yeah if you witness this let us know (laughs) a friend of mine also gave me one of her stories to add to this i won't name names but she said my most embarrassing moment that i can think of was sending a contract to a client like a big client at work um when she worked in sales and it was a link to an agreement but instead of send linking the agreement she accidentally linked a youtube video of zayn malik's song pillow talk (laughs) which is basically (laughs) Gigi hadid opening and closing her legs You know, when you've like previously copied something and then you don't change your copy. (laughs) Oh my God, I always worry I'm going to do this on a swipe up on Instagram. Oh my God, me too. Me too, biggest fear. Biggest fear. Like when previously watched YouTube videos. I was going to swipe up and be like, Anna, this is actually a TikTok of a cat going into biggest ropes. Well, that's fine. It could be much worse. It could be much worse. Oh well, like, like here it goes it links to like really private information yeah. or like I, I panic I've done that same I bet time. people have done a lot of this sort of emailing I think in the past I've definitely cc'd in like the wrong person oh. or like you know when you're talking about someone but you message them I've instead done of, that I mean I think everyone has in your heart thank god like whatsapp now has that delete function but for many years it didn't and your heart sinks and you're like well there's no coming back from this now you kind of you I have did to own it, it. Thankfully, it was in a temporary job, thank God. Um, a temporary job I had in an office in like a university break. Um, God, my hours were crazy. I used to go into work at like 5 a.m., maybe even earlier, maybe like half four, and then leave at like 12. It was quite good actually, because it meant it meant you got like, you had to wake up really early, but it meant you got the rest of the day. It was actually such a sweet temp job. And I was inputting data, it was really intense. It was all about like shares and interest. I had no, I had no idea what the data <laughs> I was inputting meant, um, but it was it was a really sweet job. But I definitely sent an email that went to the wrong person who was far higher up than I was, oh. and maybe it wasn't too complimentary. And and he called me over actually and like called me out on it, and it was a really bad moment in my life. I think when you do things like <laughs> you that, learn your especially lesson. if it's a friend. 
it happened to me recently and it was awful but it was on like facetime um <sighs> you have to just own it and be like sorry, oh, sorry. i'm a dick this is why and like sorry oh. <laughs> just hope you're good enough friends you can get over it <laughs> and also you have you like learn your lesson right you're yes like, i was what probably like 20 or something yeah. and i was like right okay mental note to self like be really effing careful what you send in emails and be really careful yeah. about like the cc and the bcc and like i really really learned my lesson with that like yeah yeah you can you're allowed to take you're allowed to you know every now and again you need to get off steam but maybe your work email isn't the way to do that um so yes i just love that she sent a music video like a really appropriate music video <laughs> like a really so music video. that is so funny oh my gosh okay talking of music we have another one uh when i was in high school my school had a broadway type performance to raise money for the drama club in which my friend and i both had songs to perform the day of the show, my friend got bronchitis and wasn't able to perform. And since I was the only person who knew the words to her song, I ended up singing them. In the middle of the Mamma Mia title song, I completely forgot the lyrics and choreography and literally sung Mamma Mia, Here I Go Again for the remainder of the song while swaying side to side in a mock dance. So embarrassing. Oh my God, that's my reoccurring nightmare. Is that I'm about to walk onto stage like a school play and I can't remember any of my lines that's my re- I have it all the time and I need a wee like just before you go on stage when you suddenly need a wee and then you're like oh my god I can't remember any of my lines like, I can't remember any of them I don't even know how to start the scene but has <laughs> that ever happened for you in real life probably I used to do a lot of school plays and stuff so I probably did forget at some point, but not like, not, not to having to repeat. I think that's quite clever. Just like, just just repeat what you know. You're better than standing there in silence. This is the number one rule of showbiz. They continued yeah. on. Yeah. They, they, that is like the number one rule is that you keep going and you don't let it affect you. The show you must really. go on. Yeah, the show must go on. Like I have to say, you must be an incredible performer because you just, the show went on. So was it just Mamma like, Mia, Mamma Mia. mia. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. <laughs> mia. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. See, I, I didn't do much performing growing up, but I did have, this is my like claim to, claim to fame moment. Yeah. I did have one of a, a major part in our year six musical, which was Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> and I, you actually, to audition for this, it was, oh my God, like at, at school, this was huge that you were in year six, you were in the top year at school and you were the kings and queens of the school when you're in year six, you know, like you really ruled yeah, the roost. Yeah, 100%. Everyone looked up to you. The little kids, like the little kids in year three are so young. They're so like tiny compared to you. You know what I mean? Like you are really like, you're the shit when you're in your year six. You really think you rule the school. And throughout the whole, throughout every single year, the year six play was such a big deal. Year yeah. five were the backing singers. <laughs> so when you're in year five, you got to like, just be a little backing singer at the side. When you're in year six, you got to be actually on the stage and in the play. The year before, did Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. And there was a rumor that a West End agent was in. <laughs> Stop it. No, it was, of course there wasn't. But like this, this was the level of hysteria in the school about the school play. It was like, did you know, like the guy who plays Joseph is going to be on the West End next year? Like, of course he was not, but you know, we like to think it. And to audition, you had to sing happy birthday on stage in front of the whole school. What? 
Jesus that's how you have to audition. To that's how you. Ha- and some people are like, happy birthday. <laughs> people practiced their happy birthday for months. It was such a big deal. Did anyone do the Stevie Wonder version? <laughs> yes, yes. No, honestly, people would be in the corners of the playground, like performing to their like little year three oh audience, God. being like, <laughs> like I love primary voice. school. I miss it. The primary best. school is so funny. It's so funny when you think that you take it so seriously. It was such a big deal. Such a big deal. Did you ever Definitely. have to audition and sing Happy Birthday? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not Happy Birthday. That is so funny. We've also like someone someone said, "What is your best or funniest poo story?" either yours or someone you know I love a good poo story do you know what I couldn't think of one I definitely must have one I couldn't think of one but someone did reply with the most amazing story I've ever heard ever can we just put a disclaimer here if you're not into like toilet humour poo maybe just go forward like 10 minutes let's give ourselves 10 minutes here like there's there's probably stuff to discuss maybe at least maybe seven I feel like once you've had a baby like poo is just something you just talk about (laughs) very openly it's just not a taboo thing but feel anymore. free to skip if this is not your back tell the story though lily this actually made me this is a very funny story okay someone said i've got one i'm an <sighs> oh i cannot I can't say this word Est- what is an esthetician like a like a beautician they no. do all sorts of treatments oh i thought they were called beauticians esthetician wow i really can't say that word so we do brazilian waxes Brazilian is brilliant. It's brilliant, like an everything off. I think Brazilian is. Is it everything with just, or the, just the sides? Strip? Oh no, I it think it's. I think it's quite invasive. Yeah, yeah, it's inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, one time, a lady I was waxing rolled over to get her backside waxed, and a piece of poop fell out of her butt crack and straight up rolled on the flipping floor. I then had to sneakily pick it up throw it away because I didn't want her to be embarrassed can I just say you're a very good human that is you that's are such a very nice that's such a nice thing human. to do do you know what I mean that's such a nice oh thing God. to do so like to and, do you know what? save I embarrassment thank, I thank every beautician I've ever been to who has saved me from embarrassment because I'm sure there's been many times yeah. like where there's been something and just oh I'm sure I've like farted in a massage before oh oh my definitely yeah Definitely. <laughs> can you imagine you all know who it can is can you imagine if they're like wow you just farted they're not gonna say yeah that. exactly <laughs> oh was that you because it wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> and like what could this person say like oh a bit of poop just fell out your butt crack like i, I just i'm sorry really but a bit of poop that. fell out her bum onto the fl- i just oh poor everybody involved in that whole story it makes me never want to go get a wax ever again but then it also just makes me think like wow estheticians are amazing and thank you for what you do because i'm sure this is not uh an isolated incident i'm sure things like this happen all the time i'm sure you see like nuggets and poops like all the time rolling about and i just really appreciate it thank you someone should just do a podcast like behind the scenes of being a beautician and like the things you must see (sighs) I actually have I mean I'm sure I doubt Mark would like want me telling this story but he he has a similar story of like poop rolling out of the bottom of his trousers when he was like younger and I'm just like <laughs> oh that's just so he like really needed the toilet and he just like had to shake it out like just like like shook out his leg and a little bit of poop came out and I'm like oh, Stop it. It's just so... oh but I have to God. say for me 
being a sufferer of irritable bowel syndrome from the ages of maybe like 14. Sorry, I keep making sounds with my mouth that sound like poop. I'm really sorry. That's just, why do I keep doing that? I need to stop that. (laughs) Terrible. I had IBS from about 14 to maybe 20. And so I have, I have pooped everywhere. Loud poops, big poops, smelly poops, like long poops. Like I just had to get really good at just pooping everywhere and anywhere. And it was horrible. So I really, really, <laughs> literally I have like a whole list. I'm like, that was the time I almost, I almost pooped myself in M&S and my friend Mel had to like coach me the whole way home on the bus because I thought I was going to poo myself on the bus and she was so good she was like we're almost there like only a couple more turns on the bus like (laughs) my friends were really good to me in that time because I really was a bit of a nightmare always needing to poo like constantly oh so much poo anxiety like I remember when I did like a French exchange trip when I was 13 or something and we stayed in this lady's house and the only bathroom in the house was through her bedroom oh. and the door was a curtain. Oh, I was oh. really stressed oh, by it. No. <laughs> no. Like, so like on the dates, so on the, during the days, we'd go off on the coach and like do day trips and I would just have to save all my toilets and trips for during the day. Because oh. I didn't want to poo when I was at home in the lady's house. I, t- I totally, I worked in an office that was, that only had one toilet under the stairs and it was like, there wasn't really oh, that much that. space between like the toilet and where everyone else was sitting. Yeah. And that was a hard, yeah, that like wasn't. I had that a lot. I worked for a lot of small companies. Yeah. And there's just one toilet and then you know who the last person in was. And oh, oh terrible, yeah. You could it? just see people go in and out all day. Like, you, oh, it, just the smells. And oh, it was, it was really, <laughs> really bad. But for me, I would get worse when I drank. So like, I was a bloody nightmare in clubs. I was always having to like queue up, you know, I was always in the toilet in clubs being like, excuse me, sorry, like need a poo, like horrible. It was such a bad time. I just really feel for anyone who struggles with that kind of thing. It's it's really, it mm. makes, it's constantly on your mind and it made going out, it made eating, drinking when I was outside, just like a bit stressful. Yeah. <sighs> So yeah, so yes, have I got poo, poo stories? Yes, I have. I have a whole long list of them, but I will spare you. But just know that have I been in Whole Foods where I like couldn't flush the toilet and there was a massive queue outside? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you're like, oh, toilet doesn't flush. It, it was like the toilet came in. <laughs> yeah. God, it's horrible in there. Don't go in there. Yeah, don't go in. <laughs> Whoever was in there before me. Oh Ugh. my God. Okay, talking of school trips, we have another story. My most embarrassing story happened at a school trip. I was 14 and had my period on the trip. At the time, I didn't know how to use tampons, so I used pads. On the trip, we helped local farmers by building a fence out of wood. The place where we built the fence was in the middle of a big meadow and there was one tree, but we were building the fence around the tree. Spending the whole day there, you can imagine that I had to go to the toilet once because there was no toilet near. You literally had to do your business in the high grass of the meadow. So I went there, positioned myself, praying that no one would see me. My position wasn't very sturdy. I love that. I love that like description. (laughs) Position wasn't very sturdy. So when a guy from my class walked nearby, I fell on my back with my naked ass on show. I waited a few minutes until I was sure he was gone. I have no idea if he saw me, but I felt very embarrassed laying there in the grass and showing my private parts. Like 
going for a wee it, out in the out in the long grass. Oh, it's very hard for girls to squat so and hard. not pee all over themselves. I'm so jealous of boys. I've had many arguments with rich and ex boyfriends when they can just pee <laughs> anywhere and I can't. It's not fair. I think I'm not going to say your name. But I think you did well. Yes, you know, you did. just like a little bug, a little bug who just like a little woodlouse that just fell on its back and, kind and of just paused, stayed there for a little bit, <laughs> just paused, <laughs> just stopped. If I stay still, no one will see yes. me. And then you got back on and carried on. Also, number one, there was a TikTok that's been going around, and um, oh, it's just so silly. This girl was like, I didn't realize how tampons work, so I used a tampon like a hot dog. Oh, I don't understand. A hot. <laughs> she just put the tampon in between her labia like a hot dog. Oh, so, not, not in, in, just like just across. across, just kind of like oh, blocking the wow. way. So that's a little TikTok that's doing the rounds at the moment. So th- that made me think of this, and that's also a TikTok on how to wee outside properly if you if you do have a vagina. So <laughs> I would always do a crouch, right? I would always do like a deep squat. No, but then doesn't it just go on your ankles? This is the thing. The amount of times I've like peed in my welly boots or like yeah. on the trainers. Because you, you gotta you gotta be you need some you need your dad to like hold it <laughs> under your armpits and like you lean back. You do need your dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so wrong, but when you're really young, hundred percent me and my sister would just be like hoiked up at the side of the motorway. But if you don't have your dad to lift <laughs> you're 30 and you know you can't get your dad to lift your knees up anymore, um you should lean forward like in a bear crawl. So you should kind of have have your feet and then create a bit of a tripod by like leaning your hands on the floor. So instead of leaning down, you're leaning like your butt is pointing back. Should you like go on your face? <laughs> if you're like your hands and head are down and your legs are back and, you, and you're looking down, it, it might just go. <laughs> no, you should point your ass back. Your ass should be pointing like. Oh, I'm going to need. I'm going to need someone to take a photo of themselves in this I'm position to on the Facebook group. <laughs> I'm going to need visual, but I feel like we've all been there and you did a very good job. I totally agree with Lily that sometimes just the pause, just pause, just the pause, no one could just, see you. I'll never forget when I was about 12, we went on summer camp. So it was like two weeks away in Wales camping. And like on one of our daily walks, I had to go to the toilet and I was on my period and I'd probably only just started using tampons when I was like 12, 13 or whatever. And um, maybe I was a bit older then. I must have been about 14, actually. And I remember I was with my friend Gemma and I was like, come with me. Like, I'm scared. I don't know where I'm going to pee. So I like peed in a bush. I had to take my tampon out. I was like, what do I do with it? Oh, like, yeah. I would literally in a feel. And she was like, I don't know, sling it. Obviously, like now I would never do this. Like, <laughs> it's like littering. But I literally got my tampon and just went fling and like flung it in the air. And it, it got tangled to a tree and all the people, all the other people who were waiting for me to wee were standing on the other <laughs> side of the bush. The tree was like above us. And they, you, all we saw was this tambour just go like, and like wrap itself around a branch. It's like red, full tampon. No. It was the most, oh, and I also don't know if anyone saw, thank God no one said anything, but I'm sure they must have seen it. I mean, who knows how long that tampon was just dangling there for, for like... I mean, I hope it created like a nice bed for a bird or something. <laughs> I saw that happen in slow motion when you were telling the story. I feel like I saw yeah. it happening. And then, yeah, what do you... Well, I was like, why did I just do that? Why did I throw <laughs> what it? What do you do? Just walk out and be like, wow, did you see that tampon go on? That's crazy. <laughs> I know, I just see that crazy flying down. I came from nowhere. <laughs> 
I feel like that's always the default thing, isn't it? To come out and be like, God, don't go in there. God, did you see that? Crazy. Yeah. Oh, if you point it out first, it's like yeah. if you fart, like, oh, who farted? I did that one time when I had IBS, I would fart and they would be so smelly and bad. And I was with my friend and I was like, God, can you smell that? And we were near like a lake and I was like, it must be the lake. Classic. Oh my gosh, I'm actually crying. Wow, it's really brought up a lot of memories for me. Okay, here's another one. English is my third language. When me and my partner started dating, one night out after dinner, I looked at him with a straight face and said, I'm feeling a bit constipated. <laughs> he was surprised from my honest and, and a bit impressed by my openness. He started to ask questions related to it and trying to oh. help. In the end, after a lot of confusion from me, I understand that constipated is not the same as constipada in Portuguese, which means that I have a cold. Oh, okay. This, <laughs> so she meant to say I've got a cold, but she said I'm constipated. There's so many levels to this story. And firstly, I would just say <laughs> so like, sweet. I'm really impressed. Like English is your third yeah. language. Like that's amazing. Like I'm super impressed. And I'm also impressed that the guy, the partner, like was trying to help. Yeah. Like he was giving you suggestions and trying yeah, what does it say like yeah he uh, starts making questions related to it and trying to help with it i'm like that is <laughs> sweet you're like on a date you've said you're constipated and, the, and your partner's you like, like hot water? yeah <laughs> like, well maybe you could try some dates like you know that is so cute i mean now i would definitely tell mark that i was constipated over dinner <laughs> would you yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, literally, Mark was so grumpy yesterday. He was like, he kept saying, he was like, I'm in such bad mood, I'm in such bad mood. And then he was like, I just need a poo. <laughs> and then today he was like, I think I'm going to go do a poo. And I was like, oh, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> like, that's so good. Oh, I'm pleased. Like, for different levels. I have to say, a time when I said a line that I wish I hadn't said. It's a moment that actually plays on my mind quite a lot. I think... You would possibly, you even witness this moment, maybe. You'll know this moment. Um, when I launched my book, I had a book launch just for a couple of people. It was really super small, very intimate. And I'm actually going to say the name of the person here because I'm just like, I, I'm just so cringed out by I don't know what you're going to say. Lindsay rocked up. Lizzie and Lindsay rocked up, right? Yeah. And yeah. Lindsay had a bunch of flowers with her. And I went... <laughs> Oh my god, are they for me? <laughs> and it would have made went, sense. Yeah. And like handed me this bunch of flowers. And I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. It's so sweet. But I'm like, why did I say that? Those flowers might not have been for me. She might have come from somewhere. Oh, so you don't you don't know. Still, Still to, this to this day. Still to this day, I don't know. Oh my god, Anna, you have to. No, ask I can't. Her. I'm sweating just thinking about it. And it's a time. Can I you ask? You know when her? you like lie in bed and you you make that face, you're like, oh god, why did I do that? Like I, I lay in bed and I'm just like, oh <laughs> yeah, all the I'm time. still really upset by what I did. I'm like, oh my god, that's why did I say that? Was her reaction, was her reaction like, uh Yeah, it was yeah. exactly or was it like, yeah. No, her reaction was like, sure. Like, oh, oh my god, Anna, please can I ask oh my god. her? She probably can't even remember having I'm flowers. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, she blatantly like either got given these flowers or bought them for herself <laughs> or like, they were not for me. Like I could tell they were not. For, and in that moment, like, I could tell they weren't for me, but you can't, 
Oh God! You, you took them anyway. You didn't say, "Oh, oh they're not." Don't worry if they're not. I don't know. I just, I just found it, and I still cringe at it. It keeps me up at night. It keeps me up at that night, so even funny. now. Like the time when oh, I say stuff all the time that I'm like, "Why did I say that? Like, why did that come out of my mouth all the time?" But that that's a pretty bad one. I even <laughs> I just like the other day, and I was like, "Why did I do that?" I really wanted um, this place delivered. Like I wanted takeaway. And basically this takeaway place didn't deliver to where we live. So I had to get it delivered to a friend's house. And I was just like, hey, is it right if I come and pick up a takeaway from outside your house? Like I'll get it delivered to yours, but I'll be like waiting in the car outside. And she was like, yeah, of course, that's completely fine. So I'm, I'm standing on her door, we're having a chat. And then the, de- the delivery arrives like really, really quickly. And we were still kind of chatting. So I'm sort of standing there and she's like, oh, go on, go home. Like your delivery is going to get cold. And I was just like, it smells so good. Do you want to smell it? And I made her smell the delivery that she wasn't going to eat. I was just like, why did I do that? I got in the car and I was like, why did I do that? It was so weird. Be like, hey, smell my lovely, beautiful dinner that you're having none of. Like, that's weird. Ah. Have I already told the story about my neighbours who are having a baby and me shouting at them? No. Oh, oh how have you? Are you? You've told me. I'm not sure you said it on the podcast. Like the people who live opposite are like, I think they're literally at the hospital now. Like I'm convinced of it. Their car's not home. Very excited for them. I know. I'm like on such neighborhood watch. (laughs) But anyway, I think that, so they're having a baby and because of lockdown, we haven't really seen each other. So we were like, I was at the front door and they were there and I was asking them. And what I meant to say in my head was like, if you need anything, we're always home because it's (laughs) lockdown. But what came out my mouth in a panic was, I'm always here for you. (laughs) And that's, I just shouted that across the road. I don't even know what that means. And then I closed the door and I was like, that was such a weird thing to say. Why did I say that? But you know what? I feel like the number one thing in all of this is when do you ever lay there thinking, oh, that thing that person said to me was really weird. Yeah, it's true. Never. It's just you that's up late at night thinking, why did I say I'm always here for you? (laughs) Why did I say others for me? That is so genius. (laughs) That is don't I'm cringing I'm actually sweating just thinking about it oh my god I'm so sorry Lindsay. okay let, let's move on to the next story yes. that's so funny I just can't, I can't believe you've never told me that I'm not easily embarrassed because I'm clumsy so you get used to falling over in public etc <laughs> however one moment sticks in my mind as the only time in my life that I've wanted the ground to swallow me up I used to work in retail and part of the job was signing as many customers as possible up to the loyalty scheme which involved taking their email addresses. One guy spelled out his email address to me, which included cheese man. I laughed, which he said people always do. So I told him not to worry as mine is still pink lady and that we heard all sorts of email addresses. He replied, no, that's my actual surname. There was no going back from that one, mortified. I have to say, I have like, this is bringing back a lot of memories for me. Because I also had a job in retail and part of my job was signing as many customers up as possible to a loyalty system. Like I actually had this as part of my job that I was like ranked on. And number one, it was just awkward anyway to like ask people to sign up to a loyalty system. I just hated it. But yeah, taking people's taking people's information is so stressful when like me, yeah. you're terrible at spelling. So yeah. people would be like, oh yeah, my name's, Ashley Cleave and I'd be like Cleave like C L E like really simple words I'd be like can you spell that out for me please like I just found that or they'd be like Cleave like Eve and then you're like that doesn't help me here I would just have to ask people to spell really simple things and it would be very stressful or 
I would do what this person was saying and sort of try and you know, get a bit of a rapport going and be like, oh, I know someone that lives down that road. Like, why would I say that? That's so creepy. Like, uh, it's like, yeah. really creepy. Like, oh, you're a Virgo then. Like, wh- yeah. what? Like, why was I doing that? This reminded me of when you like accidentally take the piss out of someone's name and you're like, oh my God, I would never name my child Jane. And then you're like, my mom's yes. Like yes. that happens, that happens to it all the time. This is why you should never it. say like, yeah, never, never talk baby names or like things you don't like. No. Or like, oh my God, that's definitely happened to me before. Yeah, you, you you do have to be careful with these things. So it, it just, it really like brought back flashbacks because I, I like remember <laughs> this was back in the day as well. So it wasn't like everything was done. Oh my God, Lily, this wasn't even done online. It was done on a massive form, like a huge form. This form was maybe like almost a meter long. And there was like one page that you filled out and then there was a pink page at the back and then a yellow page at the back. And you know when you used to like write and it used to go through? Yeah, yeah, transfer through. used to transfer through, yeah. through. And then, so someone would fill out that whole form. It would take absolutely forever. If it was like a Saturday, you'd be like, as good as this is for my job, this is actually a nightmare. There's like a huge queue like behind these people now. You would then have to call up a number and put all like and, and read out the whole form oh and then God. the amount of times it would get to the end and they'd say sorry it's been declined you'd have to go back <laughs> to the customer and be like i'm really sorry it's been declined like you haven't been signed up to this system these modern oh. day retail young <laughs> workers they don't know how easy it was <laughs> an absolute nightmare i oh. love this question the next well it's not a question i love this story <laughs> i used to live with my sister in the early 90s and then moved out but I kept a key. I went shopping about a year later to her town and needed a wee, so popped by, but she wasn't in. Having the key, I let myself in. This was before mobile phones. And having watched the film Poltergeist, I thought it would be funny to stack all of her dining room chairs in the table in a pyramid style and then open an umbrella and let it in the top. I left thinking how funny it was. Let's just say she came home and the brown stuff hit the fan and it took years for her to see the funny side. We laugh about it now, but it took 30 years. Oh my God. Sisters are so crazy. Like I would totally be the same. Just for context, I then lived an hour away and she had no idea I'd even be in the area. I mean, that is the effort that went into that of like, oh, that'd be funny. But then you actually went through and did it. And then because there's no mobiles, they couldn't even text and be like, were you here? Like... (laughs) It just makes I would be so it's just freaked so out. sisterly, isn't it? It's like it took 30 years, but we laugh about it now. Like to me, that's the funniest part of the story because I'm like, that is just sisters for you. Like, we yeah. love a grudge. We cannot let things go. Definitely still things like at one time I lost my sister's scarf and I said I didn't have it, and then years later found it behind my bed. And she's still angry about it now. Like she's <laughs> like, mm, that scarf. Oh, yeah, I've written in my notes, sisters are horrible. Because I'll never forget coming home one time, um, like no one was home, my mum's at work, my dad was at work, coming home. And my sister at the top of the stairs pretended to be dead, basically. She just laid out on the floor and all I could see was her face and that she was laying on the floor and that she like looked dead or that she'd like passed out. (laughs) Why would you do that? It was so horrible it was such a horrible prank so obviously I like open the door I see my sister just lying on the landing upstairs and I was like Megan Megan and then she didn't move and I was freak I obviously then start freaking out because I believe that you know my sister is dying um and then she starts laughing I'm still angry about it now 
Was it April Fools? I don't think it was April Fools, but it does sound very April Fools. But just sisters but mean and mean, one. sisters and mean. Yeah. That was a really horrible prank, and I still, I still feel a bit like, what's the word? Scarred by it. Yeah, I'm still scarred. Yeah. Have you, did your sisters ever do anything mean to you? I mean, yeah, but I can't remember <laughs> anything like that. I would love someone to do one of those pranks where they like come into your bedroom and put like loads of plastic cups, and you can't walk on the floor. You would love that. I don't know, it looks so cool. Or like your whole wall is covered in post-it really? notes. Oh my God. <laughs> this is a really funny personality trait of yours, Lily. Like the fact that you love April Fools is a really like <laughs> unlikely personality trait. Like I remember you did a blog post years ago. Oh my God, yes. Do you remember? What's on my face? Yeah, what's on my face? And it was like... I used to do a blog post every Sunday with like what's on my face and I'd show my makeup <laughs> look. And then one year, April Fools, I did it with like crazy blue eyeshadow and pink cheeks and I looked mad but everyone was like this is so obviously April Fool's do you remember people used to always do April Fool's like on YouTube someone did like what's in my bag and they had these like ridiculous <laughs> things in their bag <laughs> but the fact that you that. love it you get so excited about it I just feel is like quite like I wouldn't like I know you yeah. really well and it wouldn't be like oh she seems like she loves an April Fool's prank yeah I'm not really like a pranker I think it's like the control of like the shock factor of being like ha joking I, I haven't got the energy anymore but I used to I love it I just think that's so funny um we have one here what was the most embarrassing thing that happened to you or another person on a date I had an allergic shock once with my face massively swollen, me wanting to vomit, etc. We had to go to the hospital where they asked, can your boyfriend take you home? Which was very awkward for us. However, he still kissed me, even though I looked and felt horrible. Oh, bless <laughs> This her. sounds like the beginning like of a rom-com. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that film Hitch. Oh, that is quite... I think, I mean, I can't add to this because I don't think I've ever even been on a date, but I imagine there must be some many embarrassing date stories where things have happened and you're not ready for it yet you're like this is just the first day I actually think our friend Arielle Free has a whole podcast on this oh really yeah about like worst date stories I'm pretty sure there's a Radio 1 podcast all about worst date stories oh gosh I bet there's so many I mean I read this and was just like that is very sweet sounds like a rom-com is there an update yeah are you still still together? together I think it's quite a good way to get to, you can't really tell just from dinner if you like someone or not, but like how they treat you if you have an allergic reaction and have to go to hospital. It's a great test. Yeah, great test. It's kind of a great test. See, I'm the same as Lily. We're very boring. We've been with our other halves for like, God, just donkey's years by this point. But I did, I did date, date around when I was in high school and I was probably like, what, 17. Um, And I was once told that I ate too much chocolate. (gasps) Out. He's gone. We never went on a second date. Yeah, I don't blame you. How rude. Yeah, I wouldn't want judging anything by like what I eat. At the time, I did have a daily Yorkie in the common room. I really was, obs- oh my God, I'm all oh, Yorkie, like, oh. No, they're so sexist. They are very sexist because they say not for girls, but I would like eat them and be like, look at me, like, <laughs> F the patriarchy. Like, I'm eating my Yorkie a day. I did eat a lot of chocolate. I still do eat a lot of chocolate. But yeah, that is just so no, rude. Pointing out someone's that. eating habits negatively. Mm-mm. I would actually love to go on a date now just to see like what it's like and like if I'm good at it or not. Like, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> with if Rich? They were, if or... they were like, no, no, not with Rich. Like a oh, random right, okay. person. Okay. Like, could I hold a conversation? Like, would I be awkward eating? Would I know what to order? Like, 
I want to know what I'd be like. But obviously, at the end, they'd be like, do you want to come back to me? And I'd be like, no way. Oh, my God. Don't even touch my hand. But I just want to do, like, the eating dinner part. <laughs> oh, my God, Lily, that's so right. Yeah, Rich woke up this morning and said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I cheated on you last night in my dream. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Again. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> it happens sometimes. He was like, it was just a kiss. I was drunk. I was like, one, that is not an excuse. Two, it's a dream. So stop making excuses. <laughs> it's making it sound worse. I know what you mean. Yeah, I kind of want to see, like, could I hold the conversation? Yeah, like, what would I say? Like, so what do you do for work? And then it's like, is that what you do on dates? And then they say, oh, I work in IT. And you're like, oh, what kind of IT? I think I'd be really good at it. I think I'd be good at dating. But then they'd be like, what do you do? And I'd be like, oh, I'm a journalist. I'll just lie like I normally do. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I think I quite enjoy... If in that situation, I think I would quite enjoy questioning someone, not yeah. questioning someone in a bad way, but, you know, like being the one to kind of control, not control the conversation, but ask mm. questions about them. But the minute they turned it around, I'd be like, um, um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like avoid ordering like spaghetti bolognese? So it's like, would you try and order something that looks nice to eat? I care? had spaghetti bolognese on my first date with Mark, actually. There you go. And everyone had told me, do not have the spaghetti bolognese and I was just like you know what I I, I like what I like you know <laughs> <laughs> okay this is the last one have you ever destroyed something at someone else's house I was at my crush's house and I broke a 20 pound glass which was a fortune in my 15 year old brain trying to show off my skills doing the cup song back in 2013 <laughs> I thought the world was ending oh god a 20 pound glass I would have freaked I want to know how she knows it was a 20 pound glass Probably because whoever's glass that was, they were probably like, oh my God, that's a 20 pound glass. My mum's going to kill you. Oh my God. I once spilt red wine on my friend's parents' white sofa. <gasps> it was so bad that I, I've deleted it from my memory. I can't even tell you what happened. Did I <laughs> offer to clean it? Were they upset? Like, I, I don't remember anything after the, the, the being drunk and spilling it on it. Oh, it's just awful. It is the, I have to sympathize with this person because I, it is the worst feeling. Yeah. Like the, the worst. worst feeling. Yeah, you feel like the world is ending. You feel like a terrible person. I've a hundred percent done this. Yeah. I think it, it really like, <laughs> there's a moment in your life where this probably is much more likely to happen when you're basically underage drinking. Do you know what I mean? Because you, yeah. you've like had a bit too much to drink. You don't really know how to handle your alcohol. You're probably around someone's house because you're not like in a pub or in a club or something like that. And we had, like my parents were very, very strict. So these things never happened around my house, like ever. I always had to like go and stay around someone else's house. But my friend had quite, you know, I'm a cool mum, you know, like, oh, Amy Polar, I'm a cool mum kind of thing. So we would go around there and, you know, there'd be boys, girls, Bacardi breezes would have a great time. And I do remember everyone being a bit tipsy, something happening on a stairway that meant a picture fell off of the wall and like careered down the stairs. And then the corner made a hole in a kitchen cabinet. And we thought the best, in that moment, moment, you try and fix it, right? In that moment, you're like, I I know what I'm doing here. We thought the best way to patch up this hole in a wooden cabinet was to take tissue paper mixed with white nail polish and just create a paste. <laughs> we were like, let's just create a paste. And we just thought if we just filled, if we just like pushed it all in and like filled it That's in and created genius. this paste, we were like, we're making a paste here. Like this is, she's never going to know. And? She's never going to know. Of course she knew. Of course she knew. <laughs> this is the thing. Mums know. 
Yeah. Like me and my sister were kind of semi-banned from making pancakes because whenever my mum would go out to work in the summer holidays and it'd just be me and my sister at home, mum and dad out all day, me and my sister would eat the most random things throughout the day. We'd eat like an apple strudel from the from the freezer, like for our lunch. Like we just thought we were living some kind of home alone fantasy. Um, and we'd like, I'd be like, right, call Megan. Shall I make pancakes today? And Megan would be like, yeah, let's make pancakes. But we'll make them really early and then we'll air out the house. Because mum always used to say that it made the house smell bad. So we're like, we're going to air out the house. We're going to open all the windows. Like she'll never, we'll replace the eggs. She will never know. Minute she walks through the door, you made pancakes today. Like, <laughs> honestly, mums just know. Like you can't mess around with mums. They've got like a sixth sense. I never forget Richard's mum's telling me that when he was a teenager, he was like walking into the lounge with a Heinz tomato soup in a bowl and he tripped over <gasps> and the whole bowl went all over the cream carpet. <laughs> On the ceiling, she still points out, she's like, see that little mark on the ceiling? Heinz tomato <laughs> sauce, like everywhere. Can you imagine? You'd be like, oh. I mean, thank God it was his own house, but still he must've been terrified. Yeah, you'd feel like your world was over. You'd be like, it's been a great time. <laughs> this is it, like this is the end. That's why you don't buy a Soho home armchair. I'm waiting for the day that Grey spills Heinz tomato soup all over my lounge. Your cream boucle armchair. <laughs> well hopefully that's put a smile on your face it's put a smile on my face it's put a smile on your face it really has and please guys if you see any funny april fools things today post them on the facebook group because i just love them all (laughs) because lily's like a real april fools fan girl (laughs) if you haven't already worked out i really am oh thank you so much for listening um don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple podcast or whatever podcast app you use and remember to join our facebook group where we get all these stories where we ask all these questions join in the conversation and send in your questions for upcoming episodes and thank you so much to anyone who submitted a story for this because you were really like putting yourself out there thank (laughs) you so much you can follow us um i'm at lily pebbles and anna's at the anna edit and thank you so much to joel grove who's our producer and editor and tune in next thursday for a new episode we'll speak to you then bye bye